Let's try this again. Good morning. And Corey, we may have the board in the box lights down. If you can flip those on. Sing with me. Come all you weary, come all you thirsty, come to the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no
Well, welcome everybody this morning as we just, I want to say hi and thank you and um, all of you in the International Space Station watching online as well. I never know who's watching this thing, but uh, I want to just, uh, let's prepare our hearts for the spirit to move in us. Um, we know that God moves every day, all day, but somehow when we come together like this, we, we tend to concentrate uh, and concentrate a little more on hearing Jesus. So let's just come together, say, Jesus, speak to us this morning, and let's praise him in song. Let us teach you a song.
Let's sing one more time. I let go of all I have just to have all of you. And no matter what the cost, I will follow you. Jesus, everything I've lost, I have found in you. And when I finally reach the end, I'll say, you're worth it all.
of prayer you prefer as uh, as we come together to listen to God to talk to him. I know some of you had your prayers answered already. Uh, quite a few of you in here are from Kansas and they did okay last night. But uh, Pastor Garen's prayers were not answered as Duke didn't make it. I'm sorry. But there are other prayers that, uh, that we cry out. Um, last week, uh, great to see the Bullmans here, and then uh, their daughter, another daughter, was involved in a wreck late last night, and Jeff joked that uh, he's the, he's a modern-day Job, and his initials are actually J-A-B, but Jeff, I want to encourage you as, uh, you got to read the whole book, and I don't think that Job would have traded any of the sufferings for what came to him later on, so you two, um, times are tough. <laughs> undoubtedly tough, tougher than about I've ever seen. I trust that God will make all things new, better than new. I had a few people come to me this week about the Holy Spirit leading in their life about newness and new things. And I had someone else who came to me and said that the Holy Spirit had been working and they waited and the moment passed. Let us be attentive to what God is saying to us and then be bold enough to move on it. We don't often make the right decisions when we're just working on our own under the, the, the premises and under our own fears, right? But if God is really trustworthy and He's saying move on something, are you going to be disappointed? 
Do you see the big picture? I sure don't. And I've learned that over and over again. I still forget. So this morning, as we turn to God and say, God, I know you're moving me towards something. Give me the wisdom and the courage to go forward with that. So let's pray together. Father, we come to you, first of all, praising you. Creator of everything, ruler of all. And I want to be the first to admit that I really don't have a clue of what's going on in the long term sometimes. But God, I trust you. Help me to be bold enough to move forward when it's time to move forward. And give me the patience to not force the hand when you're saying to wait. Lord, help us to remember there is nothing to fear when we are following you. So I pray for the Bullmans and their their family just keeps taking hit after hit. Lord, I know that your ways are just mysterious, but man, they... They, there's nothing like them. And you are victorious in the end. And I pray for all of our neighbors, our family, that are searching for something and just don't realize that you are the one that they are searching for. May we be a light in both our words and our deeds so that your words are true and living in the flesh. We praise you, Father. We praise you because we really don't know where else to turn and you are there for us. So let us repeat daily as we need to. God, we want you here with us, and God, we trust you. Lord, we know you've got a great adventure for us. And might we have the courage to follow you together. All of this in your loving name. Amen. Amen. We get to come to a time in the service where we get to pass the peace with one another. Uh, Look around for just a second. Look at the person to the right of you. And look at the person that left you. We serve a wonderful God, and we don't serve him alone. We serve him with others. And so this time of the service, we are reminded that God not only wants us to be at peace with him, but to be also at peace with one another. In just the way that the world is going, I could just see how there's just such a lack of peace. And God says, I want you to be at peace with one another. I want you guys to get along with one another and be kind to one another. And so this is the moment that we come together and we were able to pass that peace with one another and be reminded that this should be not only a, a moment that we live here today, but throughout the whole entire rest of our weeks, try to seek peace with everybody. And so may I be the first to tell you this morning, may the peace of the Lord be with you. Take a moment to pass that peace with one another, please.
of us hear a voice that pulls on our hearts. It's a good voice that speaks to us about the people in our lives. And it's inviting us to invite them to our church. But something prevents us from acting on it. Maybe it's the fear of what they might think. Maybe it's a feeling that we're in some way disqualified. Maybe we feel like we don't have all the answers yet, or that we don't want to put our friends on the spot. But Easter's just around the corner, and that changes the game. It's unique, because most people already want to go to church on Easter. They just need to be invited. So what might happen if you asked God, who? That's it. God, who should I invite? He will answer that prayer because he's anxious to answer that prayer. We only need ears to hear. And maybe that voice has actually been his voice all along. Hey man, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Easter's two weeks away. Do you realize that? Next week is Palm Sunday. And we'll be filled with hosannas and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And we will begin Holy Week. And then the following Sunday, we will celebrate the resurrection. We celebrate the resurrection every Sunday. But this, this season of Lent gives us a pause to self-reflect and really think about where we are so that we can further celebrate and, and, and heighten. Well, it's like if you gave something up for Lent, if you gave up chocolate or something like that. It's not a big deal during the time of the year when it's like, oh, well, yeah, I could get a candy bar, but I don't need it. But when you know that you're giving it up for a certain amount of time, I don't know if you're me, but like it can be one day into it. And I haven't had a candy bar in weeks, but all of a sudden if I give it up, it's like, oh, all I want is a candy bar. And that sacrifice and that, that waiting and that anticipation for when I can have it again builds and builds and builds so that when it's finally time... That chocolate tastes better than anything I've ever had. So in the same way, that's kind of what Lent is doing in us. Hopefully, we're, we're exploring how we are and where we're at spiritually so that we're being transformed and we're taking time so that when Easter comes, we can fully celebrate the greatness of what Jesus did for us. Now, here's the problem. People need to hear that message. And some of them will not hear it if they don't hear it through you or through some other way because of your invitation. So here's the easy thing. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Pray about who God would place on your heart. And then just invite them to church. We have plenty of space. 
they need something that you have. And so, Easter's coming in two weeks. I encourage you to do it now, because I, I remember there were times it was, I'd wait, I'd wait, I'd wait, and then like about Tuesday before Easter, I'd ask them, like, oh man, I'm already going to someone else's church. No, 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 do it now. If God's placing someone's, someone's life on your heart, do it now. Don't wait. It's like Jason said, it's that whole, if God's telling you to do something and you put it on pause, more times than not, you forget about it or you think, oh, well, maybe that's not really what God was saying. No. If God is saying, putting someone's heart on your life, life on your heart, oh my goodness, ask them today. You, can, you have permission right now to go ahead and text them. Hey, let's grab coffee. want to ask you something. You can do it right now. If God's placing someone on your heart right now, do it. You have permission. Pull out your technology. That is the... Well, it's the greatest gift that you can give them. Let's be honest. So, Easter's coming up, and I'm so excited, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be epic, and so you're going to want to be here and invite your friends, and so that's that announcement. I have one other announcement I didn't tell um, Corey or Angela about, but I want to invite Jules up. She, she texted me last night, and there is a need that I think that we can help with. And so I want to give her just a minute or two to talk about a way that our church can engage in being the church and being the body of Christ to this person. So, Corey, we're going to use the white mic. Good morning, guys. Can you hear me? I hate these mics. <laughs> anyway, um, so this, this happened very quickly. A friend of mine, um, her niece, is in a situation. She's 25. And she's got four, four little kids, ages five to six months, three months, six months. And she's in a very bad situation in Colorado with an abusive husband. So she was able to get away from him one time. And um, it didn't work out. Her own mother uh, went to the son-in-law and said where she was. So he went and he uh, found them and he took the baby from her and... Uh, she, it, it was a week, and she finally went home to him in the, with the kids. But it's not a good situation for any of them there. And my girlfriend, who lives here, her and her husband, it's their niece, and um, she was able to get her a cell phone that she's been hiding from him, and that's how they're communicating. And uh, it's, this is all came together very quickly. He has a mandatory meeting tomorrow morning, Monday, at 9 o'clock. So she's going to leave the house with the kids like she would to take the five-year-old to school and um, with the other ones. And she's going to leave that phone that he tracks her on and that he has access to. She's going to leave that at school. And then she's going to head to the airport where she's going to spend all of Monday until Tuesday when my girlfriend and her husband are going to get there Tuesday morning. They're flying into Colorado to get them. And then they'll all fly out at noon Tuesday. So all I can imagine is this young 25-year-old with these little babies and how scared she is for herself and the kids. And um, my girlfriend and her husband have secured them an apartment. They have an apartment, but there's nothing in it at all. So I went to my family and friends, and we came up. We actually did come up with a few things. We have um, a queen-size bed, a dining room table. We have a vacuum. We have we have a few things pot instapot and things like that but as you can imagine this young lady she needs everything and anything right now so i'm just laying it on your hearts 
if there's anything at all that you have, it's spring cleaning, if you're cleaning out the house, and if you have a friend or a family member that's throwing something out, this little girl could use help. So I have a list. I'll leave it at back there. It's got my phone number on it. If there's anything at all you're willing to part with, um, just let me know. I can come and get it. Or if it's a piece of furniture, they have a truck, they'll come and get it. So just anything at all that we can do to help this young girl and these little kids. And I've also included their ages and sizes in case you have friends and family who are cleaning out the closets and they've got little kids as well. So I just wanted to ask. This is our opportunity to be the church. Most of us have never been in, like, I I hear that and I'm like, this is is like a movie. You know, like, and you sit there and you watch it and like, oh, that's not real life. This is real life. And, And this young lady and her kids need our help. And so if God lays it on your heart, grab a sheet of paper and there may be things that you, you, might not even cost you anything. You might say, well, I have an extra this. I have an extra that. Or you might say, I'm going to buy this. And so just be in communication with Jules and let's help this girl um, in her time of need. Thanks. What a, what a wonderful opportunity. Thank you, Jules, for bringing that you know, to us so that we have the opportunity to, uh, to give. Um, we're going to come to a time of the service where we get to give back to God in our tithes and offerings. And um, as we sang that last song, I Called, You Answered, I'm reminded, last week um, I came here with a little bit of a heavy heart. Um, at a random, my wife's 37 weeks pregnant. Um, not at a, that's not at a random. That's not at a random. But at a random, um, my wife calls me up one day and says, they placed a for sale sign in the front of our house that we're renting. And I was like, you've got to be kidding with me. And what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? How, you know, how, like, we, and we, we live in a house that's got a mother-in-law suite and everything with a mom that lives in the back that helps us out with the rent and stuff like that. So like, it's like a perfect situation in where we're living. So I said, what are we going to do? And you're 37 weeks pregnant. I called my landlady up and I said, hey, you know, no heads up about this at all. My wife's pregnant. Like, she's like literally getting contractions. Like, you know, like this is not a really good time. And, she, and her response was, bad timing, huh? And I said, okay, all right. So I spent all day long Monday. I said, I got Monday off, and we looked, we spent the whole day. I mean, we, were even, we even went as far as, we would look for houses for sale, houses for rent, you know, and we even looked at like a trailer, you know, uh, like a mobile trailer, it's like a travel trailer to get one of those in the meantime, and we just didn't really know what to do, and, and by the end of Monday night comes along, I told my wife, I said, listen, we're just going to have to play it by ear, which is the worst thing that a woman who's due in a few weeks wants to hear is that we're just going to play it by ear. She's in nesting mode. I want to get this house ready and like get this perfect. And it's like, I can't even do that now because I don't know if I'm going to be here or so. And Monday morning I wake up and, I, and, I'm, and I'm brought to the scripture verse. And it, and it says, for the scripture of the day, it says, um, you know, give, make sure that everything that you do is for the Lord and he will guide your plans. And I, I texted Jeff. Jeff actually texted me, I think, the night before that morning, and he said, how's things going? I said, oh, here's how things are going. Let me update you. As a matter of fact, life is going a little crazy for me. And I said, but I woke up with this verse, and so I'm trusting in it, and I'm just going to do that. I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to give everything to God, and I'm going to trust he's going to plan everything. And after I told Jeff, it was probably about 30 minutes later or so that my landlady called me up and said, I'm sorry. That was way too quickly, and I'm actually going to pay a $500 fee to un." 
sell the house to the realtor company, and you guys are good. We'll sign a lease, and we'll get everything going. At a random. And so, it's, well, it might seem random, but it's God and his faithfulness, and he always pulls through. And it's just so funny that, you know, that I went the whole day, I, I pretty much went a whole day forgetting that I had a God. I went a whole day saying, I'm going to do it in my own strength. I'm going to find out where I'm going to be. And, uh, and it wasn't until the next morning that, you know, God woke me up with that verse. And I said, you know what? I'm going to trust you. And he, and he pulled through. He did what he always does. And so as we have this opportunity to give back to him, let's just thank him, Father, for being a faithful God that you are. Lord, that some of us right now, we might be going through a Monday of just trying to figure everything out on our own. Why is this happening to me? What's going on? What is this? What is that? I just don't have all the answers. But Lord, I pray that we know with you, joy comes in the morning. That we know that with you, Lord, that if we put our trust and our faith in you, that Lord, you will come through, period. And so Father, I pray that we would be a church that would put our trust and our hope in you and you alone, Lord. This world has absolutely nothing good to give to us but hurt and heartache. And Lord, we need you so desperately. Man, so desperately. I'm I'm reminded this week of all the hurt that is within this world. As I have conversations with with my wife, with my mom, with people around to just see the hurt that's going on in their hearts. And Lord, we need you. We need you, Lord. And, 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 And us here as a church, we are hurting Some of us, Lord, we're in need. And Father, I pray that those needs will be met, Lord. I pray that the ministry of this church will go forward, Lord. That I pray that that this offering would be blessed, Lord, by your kingdom. And that, Lord, that it wouldn't fall in vain, Lord, but that your glory would go forward. And we ask for this blessing in Jesus' name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen.